Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Failing Better. I hope you are failing better. Do you get Do you get the title? Uh, I'm Sean McLaughlin, one of the co-hosts. I'm, I'm Johnny Pelham, the other co-host. This is Failing Better, the greatest podcast of the world. Our, our jokes are funny. Our wisdom is wise. What more could you want? I'm going to give uh, the listeners a glimpse behind the magician's curtain. We made an exact decision to not both say failing better at the same time. Sean said in the lead, absolute panic in his eyes. I've never seen you look more anxious <laughs> as, as you did opening that podcast. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Because in life you always say, oh, you need to try different things. You need to move forward. You can't just remain wedded to the past. I deeply regret the choice we made today to you move had forward. A, a remarkable amount of panic. I was sat there thinking, do I dive in? Do I help this man who's sort of floundering? And then I thought, no, I'll let him uh, flounder. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be casual. I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this podcast to where it needs to go. Uh, another um, bit of inside, inside information. We were meant to start this podcast 10 minutes ago. I got a message from Sean saying, I can't. Uh, do the podcast alone as I'm having a massive shit. <laughs> That's not how I come on, Johnny. That's not my. F- do you want to read? Right, read out the read out the messages. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm having a massive shit. You, you said something like I'm stuck in the toilet. Which I, initially I just thought you literally got stuck in a toilet. Like, I swear that's what you said to me. What did you say? You said um, currently trapped on the toilet. We'll be ten minutes late. <laughs> Yeah. I said, wow, I'm listening to Taylor Swift having a lovely time. <laughs> you said, I'm not doing well. Why did I just eat all those chocolate buttons? <laughs> did you eat a lot of chocolate buttons? Yeah, I did. I ate some chocolate buttons. On the... <laughs> I, had, I had brunch today. Ooh. Very exciting. Had brunch. What, what, what was your brunch? I had like a... Sort of like your Turkish eggs. Yeah, yeah. I, they... Do I know Turkish eggs? I spent a lot of £10 on Turkish eggs <laughs> in my time, Sean. It was, uh, yeah, it's like baked eggs in sort of tomato-y goulash. It's very nice. Very yeah, nice yeah. stuff. But uh, on the way back, I bought some chocolate buttons and <laughs> a protein ball. And I really inhaled them both. I don't even know what a protein ball is. Like, is it like... It's basically what? just chocolate, but it doesn't feel like chocolate. 
Uh, but and then you, chocolate. you just like to shit yourself furiously. I don't know what's going on. It's because I'm back from Mexico, listeners. As you as you know, I've been to Mexico, and I was on an all in, it was an all inclusive, which I'd never done before. And I think I'm still unfortunately in that mode of eating seven square meals a day. Yeah, yeah. And did I you enjoy myself? It. Did you enjoy being um, inclusive? It's quite. There's a lot of. You have to have a lot of discipline not to just go absolutely fucking nuts, don't you? Have you done it? Have you done it before? Yeah, I've done it before. Okay. I, I, I can't do it. I, 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 I would never book it again because I know me, and I'm just, I'm just at, I'm just eating and drinking. It's a disaster. I think the hit right. I know exactly what you mean. I'm so glad I did it. I could never do it again. No, no, I, no, no. I, I don't think I could do it again unless I had like, um, like a defibrillator <laughs> next to my bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with because you. Because I'm just eating so much salt all the time, but it's, I don't know, it's fine. What um, I learned, if I was a millionaire, I'd have a heart attack within the year. Like, having money, not having money is the only thing that's keeping me slightly responsible. I don't get these millionaires who are all trim and... F- what like, the fuck are they doing? What not, are they doing? What is ever... Jeff Bezos doing? <laughs> just build yourself a massive house made of chocolate and eat it you fucking weirdo why yeah. why are you wearing nice jeans he's the weirdo he that's the you're the weirdo jeff he you're is. the that that idiot over there who made his money at crispy cream sold his sh- sold his shares and has turned his house into a gingerbread thing he's normal 100% 100% if i had any money every like Hundred grand I make will take five years off my life because <laughs> I'll just be like, I'm not going to do anything responsible with any of that money. What? Hundred percent. Not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. I, I. Did you ever read about your Kim Jong Un? And I assume Kim Jong, well, Kim Jong Il and Kim Jong Un. I think have got. <laughs> they basically because they've got a train that's like the presidential train. That's how they travel across Korea. I, re- I remember when Kim Jong Il died. He's the senior one, right? Was he? Did he get a bit ill? <laughs> he. <laughs> Four more years. Four more years. <laughs> you have to give us a five-star review. Listen. <laughs> you have to give us a five-star review, particularly if we're on iTunes. Just pop on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Give us a little rating. Give us a review. Even if you've done it before, just do it again. He all... said, I said Kim Jong-il, yeah. and Johnny said, did he get a bit ill? It That's... doesn't get better than that. It does not. That's why we're the official home of Witty Banter. We are back as the yeah. official home of Witty Banter. <laughs> yeah. Soups is good. <laughs> September 11th was an inside job. Ah, <laughs> oh, jokes are oh, funny. Ah, oh, wisdom is wise. What more could you want? Kim Jong it, genuinely though, please uh, give us a review. <laughs> Before the podcast started, Sean said we should mention the reviews because they've stopped coming. <laughs> yeah, we've stopped so... getting ratings, and they do. We we really want to start getting back in the charts. So please do give us reviews and, and recommend it. And if you're on Spot, on subscribe. That's the main thing. Subscribe, follow it. If you're on Spotify, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, if you don't listen to either, either of those, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. And join the Patreon. We got two uh, live stand-up specials on there. We got loads of content. Sean's got loads of nudies. It's a great time for everyone i've got a bunch of nudies and i will not take them off unless we get more patreons <laughs> sean's got a sex tape on there sean <laughs> this isn't known by many people your paris hilton's sex tape that was a less famous one with sean mclaughlin and paris hilton that is yeah. on the patreon so please do subscribe for free and it is off. awful because <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm doing down there i'm crying she keeps saying, like, <laughs> you were so slick at the bar. What are you doing? I go, babe, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. 
I go, Paris, I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah. She goes, have you got protection? I go, I don't know what that means. I hear people say it in the film, but I don't know what that means. I've got armbands. Is that, does, will that help in this situation? I have got a sex tape on the, on the Patreon. Johnny's got a snuff film on there. Just don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry, worry about, about who he killed. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they needed to die. They needed to die. That's all I said. They needed to die. They That's another of our catchphrase. They needed to die. <laughs> yeah, for our first. By the way, if if you're a first time listener, <laughs> fuck knows what you make of this so far. But this, trust me, this is good stuff. You just don't have the proper context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you for all the. But, but yes, do subscribe and rate. And what is it? Failing better pod at gmail.com failing better pod at gmail.com patreon.com slash failing better woo that was good i think that was pretty slick oh yeah that was that felt good that, that felt, felt good. very slick now what <laughs> were we talking about just i now? wanted to talk to you about a stressful thing that happened this week no, I can't we, were, we were in the middle of a conversation about something weren't i can't we? remember what it was our listeners this doesn't remember. feel slick. This doesn't feel slick. I think slick. we've lost that, that feeling. Um, <laughs> we've gone from my snuff movie to your sex tape. From slick to no, no we were slick. No, we were talking about Kim Jong-il. Oh, we yes. About being yeah, and rich. his train. And his little train. <laughs> his little train. Now, look. Kim Jong-un. How many, how many Kim Jong-uns are there? <laughs> Only <Door>. one. <laughs> Uno, da. There you go. You've got two jokes there, listeners. For the price of one. <laughs> for the price of un. <laughs> Duh, for the price of un. Please, is... please subscribe. Please subscribe. Please. We think we're better than Parenting Hell. And they're number one in the charts. And we want to be there. We want to be number one. We can be number one. We just need you, the listener, to to do something that we can't the listener, do. The listener, singular. Yes. You, David, you yeah. need to start telling some people about this podcast. I hope we have one listener called David who suddenly panicked. Oh, he, started, he started doing a mind map of where we can get listeners from. Look, so anyway, Kim Jong-un's turn. They, they, they're trained, and I remember when Kim Jong-il died. Um, Allegedly. Wow. <laughs> Not only do we do puns, we also dabble in wild conjecture about the world. We certainly do. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's another one of our catchphrases. <laughs> we, we don't give a fuck. Our catchphrases seem to also be sort of the things that a serial killer would scream as he's being taken into the Hague. Nine level was an inside job. They deserve to die. We don't give a fuck. Soups is good. <laughs> Soups is good. Soups is good is my favourite of our catchphrases. I think so. It's light, it's fluffy, it's a delight for the whole family, which is what this podcast aims to be. And it's and what, best. And what podcast. a great soup and what a great soup should also aim to be. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, I think I speak for everyone both present making the pod and listening to the pod when I say, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> We've just done a Patreon episode that was so normal and fun and nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. um, uh, if you want to listen to it, for, I mean, should we just make this whole advert? This whole episode <laughs> just a blatant advert for our Patreon. Yeah. It is good. We've slagged people off there a bit, so that's well, that's really the the USB of it. I'd say. Well, that's one thing you need to know. We do slag people off in the Patreon, yeah. but not people we know or like. Crucially, people we like. We slag off Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Il. This is the the you know this is the sort of the twelve A version of it. Behind the paywall, we're really going to town on them. What what rating what rating would you give? Ah, baby, ah. Um, 
<laughs> Johnny, try to talk to me about Kim Jong-il's train. They ha- those lads, those yeah. leaders in North Korea have a train, and when Kim Jong-il died, yeah. they were, they, there was a, I read an article and they went, inside Kim Jong-il's presidential train. And it was sort of... <laughs> Uh, There's uh, something the art- very funny about a train as opposed to a plane. <laughs> it is funny. America it- has a plane. They have a train. <laughs> I actually think a train is cooler. That I like. Tra- I like trains. Do you like trains? I've never. I never knew that, and I'm delighted to find you. How much do you like trains, Sean? Are you? How much of a weirdo are you on a scale of like one to ten? I right. Let me just finish this sentence <laughs> that I started twenty years ago. <laughs> And then we'll talk about how much I like trains. <laughs> Listeners, you've got to give us a five-star review. Just go on your app right now. Go on Spotify or go on iTunes and just give it five stars. Think about how many more people could be laughing along right now. Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-du, Kim jong Twa. <laughs> Kim jong Sang. Wow, what a topper. Hey, mate, I've done Apollo for a reason. Apollo. We've both done Apollo. We've well both done. done Live at the Apollo. <laughs> and people have the nerve to say that comedy isn't as good as it used to be. You know, these days, people say, like, comedy's not as good as it used to be. I go, yeah, it isn't. <laughs> uh, you know, and I long them. may that continue. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucked if it gets better. Yeah. We need it at this level. We can, we can keep our heads slightly above the surface <laughs> at this level. Do you I, think I'd have been able to make a living when Monty Python were in their prime? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so Kim Jong-un's turn there. <laughs> We had a plan for this episode. And now I think, <laughs> genuinely, we had a plan for this episode. And I think we're going to throw it away just to talk about Kim Jong-un's train. Kim Jong-il's train. And yep. it was like, basically said that he, because he's so fat by the yeah, end. Yeah. He had horrible gout. Yeah. And all he had was just food and cheese and butter and films. Yeah. And like, and just like, Obviously, he had, like, concubines and things like that. And everyone said, oh, what a disgusting... How could he let himself get like that? And I was just thinking, if I was him, that is, I would just be eating tre- cheese and watching films. That's all yeah, I'd be doing. Yeah, of course. I, I, I couldn't... We're in complete and light. This is why... This might be why our podcast will never become successful, Sean. Because <laughs> given any chance, we'll both just eat cheese and watch Christmas movies. Well, I just don't know why. Like, it's like... It's like Barack Obama was, like... It's so it's so it's so in such good shape, you know. Yeah, you know, and like Rishi Sunak is, is like our prime minister. He's like he's so svelte, he's tiny and he's so thin. I'm like, mate, eat a burger, chill out. You're worth seven hundred million pounds. I know. It's, what it's are you mad. doing? I think because they the money, it's just status, isn't it, for them money? Because they 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 can buy everything they want with the money they already have. So the only thing they're trying to do is like some dick swinging competition to have the most zeros at the end of their bank account yeah i don't have that i just have a love of hedonism that's why i respect the north koreans in a way because they're like look we don't have any money but i can eat loads of cheese (laughs) and i can watch all the basketball i want and i've met dennis rodman and who the fuck cares yeah yes have i had a proper stool in many years no but it doesn't matter i agree i agree well, that's uh, if you have opinions on millionaires, billionaires, or anything else, get in touch at failingbetterpod at gmail.com.
I've got a, a, a story to tell you now, Sean. Okay, let me just see. We've, how long have we done? We've done a while already. I'm just going to try and look up if I can go in, inside Kim Jong Un Il's train. Inside Kim Jong Un's personal train. Do you want me to read about this, or do you want to do you want to tell your story? Make an executive decision for the podcast, Sean. You can steer it where you where you want. Uh, all right. Let me just let me just read the first sentence. Reports are swirling that he either died or is gravely ill. Oh my god! Is that recent? This? Oh, is this? No, this is this un or ill? I can't. I don't know. This, is un. this is tell un. you what. This is if, un. If any listeners are still on board, they're doing better than me. Yeah, yeah. They're all, this is un. This is from 2019. So he's alive. Don't worry about it. He's alive. Thank God for that. Oof. Not much is known about the train, but previous accounts and footage show it to be filled with French wine, Apple computers, and plush leather seats. That is the life for me. Yeah, baby. That's why I do John and on so we can live that life. It is a <laughs> we, yeah, we, want, yeah. we want failing better to have its own train. <laughs> we want failing better to run the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take Avanti a look inside. are doing a poor job, and we want failing better to take over the train network running through this country. This is incredible, this train. Do you really like trains, then, if we're keeping this on the theme of trains? Like, would you go look at a train? <laughs> I, Johnny, all right, if this is going to be the theme, I need to come clean. I was once brought to tears on a, visit, <laughs> on a visit to the National Railway Museum in York. <laughs> why? What? What was particularly? What? Why did that happen? I was while well, I was watching Schindler's List on my phone. Um, <laughs> no, um, you got to subscribe to the Patreon, guys, for more of that. I was. Um, I just. I just found it incredible. I just thought it was incredible. I just think I, it was an incredible thing, isn't it? The rails, the, the feats of human engineering. They they have like a steam train there that's just t cut totally in half so you can see the cross-section of it. This is an insane piece of machinery and engineering. And they built it pre-electricity, pre-all of that. Let me but ask you a question, Sean. Was anyone else crying? <laughs> As you looked around, was there lots of people weeping? At this extraordinary bit of technological... No, uh, but that's, that, that's... Look, Johnny, I'm sorry. So you were just a lone man, weeping. <laughs> People were going, stay away from him, kids. We don't know why. <laughs> we don't know why that strange man... Stay away from that, that oak tree that seems to have come to life and is now <laughs> luring over us, weeping. Why? So, so is that... So what was it just the... I was very... I mean, look, look. Let's be frank. I'm telling that story, and it's only now I realise there probably was some other stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> Would, have, you, have you ever have you ever trained spotted in your life? No. No, no, no. But the older I get, the more I respect those lads. I respect them for having a hobby that they are committed to that's outside of the norm. I quite like that. But I don't I couldn't give a fuck about a train. Really? I, Not at I all. I couldn't give a we shit. We should go to the York Railway Museum. <laughs> If we I'm get enough patrons, we'll go there. It's really brilliant. They've got like a Japanese bullet train. They have a big central. <laughs> Why are you laughing at this? Like everyone's got interests. Yeah, everyone's got interests, but yours are peculiar. They're not even. No, they're not peculiar. Trains are trains. Sean, trains you, are popular. Trains are popular. You, you wept at a train. You wept at the at the middle of a train. I mean, that's that's. I'm, I'm not going to not mock you for that. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, that's normal, and I, I shouldn't I shouldn't make you feel small for having a, an interesting hobby, am I? Every, tra I every train I see, I salute and I cry. 
<laughs> what about because I guess the problem with really liking trains is that now they're so shit. Like trains are mm. so shit now that when you're on like an Avanti train that's stuck for two hours in Macclesfield, it must be difficult to have that, that level of awe or respect for trains. I like it even more. <laughs> I just go great. More time on the train. What do you think of the virgin toilet that speaks to you? That well, it good. doesn't exist anymore. Does it not? That's no. good. I, hate, I hated it was, that. I hated toilet. that as well. I think... Um, uh, I, I do think that demeans the train. I mean, the thing <laughs> for me... It's what I'm saying. To me, I think a train needs to be austere. A tra- you shouldn't be friends with a train. The train <laughs> is like the ocean. You know, it should be enjoyed but respected. Like, because it can... It can punish you when it needs to. I'm just, I'm seeing your dad telling you this lesson when you're like an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> now listen here, son. Listen here, son. You're not good at much. But I'm going to tell you this. Trains are worth it. Um, What's your fa- All right, what do, you, what do you prefer? Planes, trains, or automobiles? Mm, I'd say probably planes, because when I'm on a plane, I'm going somewhere fun and lovely and hot. Ooh. Or... Um, I've got to think of some way shit there. Think of a shit country quick. <laughs> We're not opening this can of worms again, Johnny. <laughs> Listen to one of our previous episodes if you want to talk about which countries we think are shit. Um, no, I think planes, because I mean, even planes, I, I have not got a remotely mechanical brain, so I, I couldn't give a fuck about cars. Like, if someone's got a nice car, I, I, I always feel a bit bad because I just have no, I just couldn't give a fuck about a nice car. I, I I think being into cars is really weird. And I say that as someone who wept <laughs> at the National Railway Museum. I didn't weep. I didn't weep. I was just moved. I think a solemn tear is weirder than a weep. I'm, they're both weird. But I think like... Okay, uh, it was for the unknown soldier. So how about that? Well... Uh, so how about that? So how about I'm a patriot? So how about that? Well, if you sort of into that sort of, um, sort of shit... <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, you know as well as I that is exactly the type of shit that I'm into. That jingoistic. Your yeah. you your whole house is a poppy. When when on Remembrance Day, I'm a heroin it. addict just because of its <laughs> connection to poppies. That's why I fell down the toilet. A true patriot. A true patriot. Uh, well, and you listeners may not be patriots. <laughs> become patreons. <laughs> This is the worst episode of my I don't think it is. I think we're finally telling our listeners what we've been trying to tell them subtly, which is you need more of this. You need more, 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 more. Only you like it. Genuinely, like it. just give us a five-star review. Sean, you just cut off my lovely song. Just, you, you, what, you like trains. I like singing. You have a talent for crying at trains. I have a talent for singing beautiful melodies. Okay. <laughs> if, if only there was a way that we could cross-pollinate these talents and monetize them. Maybe we've got a train company where you do the driving, I do the singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, enjoy striking on those. Go on, Mr. Lynch. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Me- but my, my, my members deserve to be paid far more for their singing services. They might not... <laughs> Might not so be my, Barbara Streisand, but it's worth a few bloody notes. My 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 uh, drivers want uh, earmuffs to cancel out the horrific warbling <laughs> of that mentally ill man wandering up and down the train. Um, Sophie, speaking of trains, Sophie wants to 
get the Eurostar to Italy and go on a big train, and I think we should fly. But I, I suppose you'd be on the train side, Always. Us, would you? Always. It's just so much longer. And Yeah, but it's nice. The thing is, the train is nicer. I hate flying. I mean, that's one thing I should say. Why? What's your fear of... Do you have a fear of flying when you say No, you not at all. Like it? I just, just I like find it. it so boring. I find it... Well, what are you doing on a train? You're looking out the window. Yeah, the window's always changing. Well, the, the world sky- changes. And you can do work. You can read. You can relax. You can take a walk. You can do all those things on a plane. You can't take a walk. You, you can. You can walk up and down. You can't relax on a plane. Of course you can. I can't. I just look out, see the pigeons, wave at the pigeons, and then I... Uh, pigeons, I'm a fucking moth. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You know when I say plane, I mean actual ones from an airport, not those little ones you put a coin in at frickin' Tesco. I, um, I'm quite like, because you get to watch a full movie on a plane. I went, well, look, we were going to talk about holidays. I mean, we're now a long way into the podcast. But I, listeners should know, I'm back from Mexico. I'm alive. Ooh. I was not stolen by the cartel, as was worried. <laughs> but I had a few shaky encounters. Did you? Did you get offered any drugs? Yeah. Did you do any drugs? No. I was oh. offered a lot of cocaine. Were by you? One, yeah, by one bloke from LA who was at the wedding. Yeah, a lot. Right. Well, and the thing is, we were at this resort. Uh, we were at the Hard Rock Resort. Right? <laughs> I'd never been anywhere like this, Johnny. And they had um, people driving, driving golf, like golf carts around to like. If you wanted to get a lift to another part of the resort, you could get on a golf cart. That's and apparently, cool. it's the ones who drive the golf carts. They're the drug dealers. That's what we were told on the last day. They go, yeah, they basically say, they say to you, do you want any party supplies? And that's the code, apparently, in the, in the hotel community. Party a, supplies is the code. A pretty difficult code to crack. <laughs> yes, I would love you some just, balloons. Yeah, you're just expecting lots of hats. <laughs> I would love a copy of Monopoly, actually. Thank you. Um, mm. So was it fun, the wedding? You were at a wedding, weren't you? I was at, I was at a, a Sikh wedding for five days in the beautiful Mayam Riviera. Uh, congratulations to Erin and Cara. May you have a long and lovely union. And you know what? Uh, really enjoyed it. Stayed in the pool a lot. I drank a lot. I drank really? a lot. Like it was a. It is a prop. It's a problem. I think. Have you been at a, like uh, turned back to normality? Or are you still drink? Are you still? No, that's I'm, the hard I'm okay. Thing is- I'm okay. We had a few days somewhere that wasn't there afterwards. And we sort of de- didn't drink yeah. much then, but it's it's just hard not to because it's so hot. Yeah, you're in the pool and there's a bar in the pool, Mate, and they're blaring out Bon Jovi. <laughs> I mean, Wait, you're halfway there already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm already on. I'm already getting a buzz. <laughs> um, what would you give Mexico out of ten then, as a country? As a country, yeah. Well, I, I mean, the parts I saw were very Americanized. Like, I was about an hour south of Cancun at this resort. And then we went to an island that was... Actually, where we were staying wasn't very very touristy. But I really enjoyed it. I'd give it, I mean, definitely a nine. A nine? That's very good. Eight or a nine, I'd say. It's hard to give it... It's hard to give it... It's hard to give a country that seems to... Well, I mean, what what is a ten out of ten country? Does one exist? England. <laughs> besides, besides England. Besides this great and glorious land we dwell in, nowhere. I guess everywhere's a nine compared to England. Is there anywhere you can be so late on a train? The great thing I think about England, going back to trains, <laughs> is you can be thirty minutes late 
and still think there's a good chance I'm getting my train. Like, that that's a true. uniquely English thing. They don't have that, that in China. True. If you're late in China, you're fucked. If you're late in England, you're probably fine. Yeah, you are probably fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, no, I really, I really liked it. It was, um, it was very interesting. It's definitely like I'm trying to think of like examples of like. It is definitely like it's it's a it's a it's definitely a culture that isn't like it's just it's very different even from Europe. Well, like, Mexico. <laughs> no, 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 no you, dumb comment. I'm trying wait to a minute. Like, Are you saying that Mexico's got a different culture to Europe? Now right. That is a real. <laughs> what I've just said is shit. Okay, <laughs> I just want the listeners to know that I know what I just said was shit. Okay, and I'm not going to just. I'm, I'm man enough to admit that I just said a shit thing. Johnny, you've been saying shit things all I, day. I went to Africa, and I tell you, it's not like Paris. It's not like Paris, is it? It's it's bizarre actually. What I like about Mexico is it does seem very sort of. Uh, like the rules of like like there's a lot of police there were a lot of police around with like guns which yeah, I liked yeah. but like a lot idea. of people kind of just going around doing whatever they want which I also liked. What would be an example of someone going around? Let's doing just, let's put it this way: me and my wife got in a taxi to the airport on the last day, and the taxi driver stopped, pulled over in the middle of the highway to take a selfie with us. <laughs> on his phone why did, was it because he knew oh my god Ricky Gervais toss apart is in my car <laughs> wait a failing better <laughs> oh mama he was listening to failing better on the radio about, I, I, I. <laughs> I don't know where I he was from we, we, I don't know where he was from but that's how he spoke Borat was <laughs> <laughs> well, well we were feeling better that's quite um, good Borat but um yeah, I just loved it. I just loved it. We went for like walks. When we weren't in the resort, we went for like walks around these towns, ordered like burritos, ordered like cocktails that were so enormous. It was really? fucking lovely. Lovely people. Really cool. Very hot. And here was my issue with the, with the Indian wedding. I, there were the things I loved about the Indian wedding. Yeah, and yeah. there's one thing I hated about it. Let's talk about the thing you hated. No. We'll talk, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. The thing I loved was yeah. just how passionate and joyous the whole thing was. Yeah. Like everyone singing and dancing the whole time. Did you get involved in that? I danced. I would love to see you dancing. I'm right. a good dancer. If we get uh, thirty retweets, Sean will do a video of him dancing in his in his room. Are you up for that, Sean? <laughs> you dancing for a minute. Um, I I've watched that video. Johnny, I dance every day. <laughs> My whole life's a dance. <laughs> What dance? What dance is it? Would you say? I don't it's a, know. It's, it's a jive. I don't know if about dancing to really make this work. If I, I mean, if I ever did strictly, it would be like, it would be, it would. Yeah, I'd get voted out so quickly. I'd, I'd, I'd stumble walking to the dance floor. Um. But it was so joyous. Like it's so. It's all about like dance and like it's 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 music and like. They make the bride and groom into like heroes. Like the idea is that they're the prince and the the, the king and the queen of the. I, I just thought it was great. It's gonna be it's gonna be a culture shock going back to like a drab British wedding where it's like mm. you're watching the father of the bride butcher some jokes that he stole from the internet. You know, and instead <laughs> you've got I've come from this thing where everyone's just just dancing. I just really like it. I like I like the Indian dress. I like the Indian culture. I do like the way Indians move actually and the way they dance. It's very really? unique. Do you not think? I, do you mean the Bangra sort of? Yeah, Bangra, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they're finding something else in the music. Like it's it, they're finding 
like and the way they it's almost like puppetry that they move i don't know i'd like to know it's like that japanese flavor that what's it called like a what? What's the? You're looking at what me. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> There's some like Japanese flavor that's called something that isn't like sweet or something that's like a what? I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna. That's great. Just a great, great addition. No, I, I think genuinely, if I could remember what it was called, it would have been quite a helpful add-on. I what, admit, are you, what, what are you saying exactly? I'm saying I'm I'm typing in Japanese, uh, of uh, <laughs> Japanese taste. Uh, God, it doesn't seem good, this. <laughs> it's just coming in loads of Japanese. Um, awagi or something. Ah, fuck, what's it called? Awagi. And what is the... What, do you mean it's like a... a, a, a Unami. Taste? You mean it's... Unagi. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if, if this doesn't want you to sign up to the Patreon, if you don't want an hour more of this a week, then what, what is on with you? I don't know what I'm talking about. There's definitely like a thing like sweet... Salty, sour, like the taste, and then the Japanese invented a new and one. And how, <laughs> Johnny? Just put the phone down for a second. I'm just curious. How is that related to anything I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want you to do. Is tell me how that's related. You were saying the Indians have found a different way of dancing, and I was saying that's how, the, like, similar to how the Japanese have found a different sure, taste. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, it was a very wise comment. <laughs> would, you, would you say the word wise? Oh. <laughs> I mean, our wisdom tends to be wise. Yeah, yeah. Our jokes, our jokes tend to be funny. funny. <laughs> and frankly, I don't want to know whether the audience want, want any more of this. <laughs> do you want more? If any listeners know what I'm talking about, do email us. Failingbetterpod at gmail.com. Um, no, but it was great. Now, I, lo- I loved the whole ceremony of it. I can't wait to go to another seat wedding. I can't wait. I think it's going to be terrific. I just loved it. I loved, I loved the clothing. I loved all of it. What was the, the thing you... Right, yes, here's the thing yeah, I yeah, yeah. didn't like, and this is personal. Yeah. There's a lot of barefoot. The vibes for a lot of it is barefoot. Yeah, yeah. I cannot... I, my bare feet are not shown to anyone. Sean, I've never seen your bare feet, but I, I imagine they are unimaginably horrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're, in my opinion, correct. Yeah. So I, I, I was very un- unsettled by that. I understand. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it was great. Went to see the Chichen Itza, the big temple. Oh. Went to see... Um, uh, went snorkelling. Do you have any idea about the history of South America in terms of... Was it, like, was it all one empire or was it always different separate countries or states? Well, There's Mexico, no- I don't know if they're considered South America. Oh, really? Are they Central America? I think they're Central or even North America politically. Oh, how fascinating. Um, but in terms of all the empires and stuff, I mean, the Chichen Itza stuff was the Mayans, yes, which yeah, is yeah. so old, and they were so advanced. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? They were men- I mean, that, that's, that's the temple that everyone says aliens built. Including went, me, including me. Including Mrs. Johnny Pelham. <laughs> and isn't, wasn't the Mayan prophecy that we were all going to die in like 2019? I think there was, um, apparently on the interior of this big temple there, the big, yeah. the big main one, they have a timeline of human history oh, wow. going from zero to the year... 2019. Was, yeah, it was 2019 or 2000 <laughs> or something. That's mad. And they have the whole thing laid out. And like the Chichen Itza, like there's 365 steps to go up to it. Yeah. They had, 
I should have read more before I'm talking about this. I'm sa- I guess I'm saying this from a point of ignorance of what I was interested in is they had an understanding of the constellations mm. and they had stuff named after like Venus oh, and wow. things like that, even though those are Greek, like ancient Greek and Roman. Fra- it's very interesting. Like so what they would have how they was... called Venus something different. They it had different names, presumably, but they had the same. Celestial. I don't know. I mean, it must be. It must be. Yeah. I mean, it must and, have been like when the Spanish came over there and they sort of Spanish. retrofitted some of the stuff to. And when did when were the Mayan people bobbing around? Like, was it, I are think we talking... this temple was built in like the year eight hundred. Oh, so I thought I thought it'd be I thought we'd be in BC time. So yeah, I did as well. To be honest, I was a bit let down. Yeah. They, only, they only tell you when it's built after you've paid the money to get yeah. in. Oh, fuck! Built yeah. in twenty twenty. <laughs> well, your failing bet has been around longer than this. <laughs> it's built by aliens <laughs> in twenty twenty. Sean's just turned on a very bright light. It's turned on a bright light. Um, so that was my trip, and I ate loads and I drank loads, and that was that. It sounds very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what are you talking about when you're talking about going on, on flights? to hot? What was the last flight you took? Because I watched lots of films on my flight. Where did I go last? And I found that awkward, actually. Can I say that? Because one, one of my flights, there was, a, there was a girl next to me. There was like an a attractive woman next to me. And I was like, okay, you want to look cool. I need to look like that. So when you, you, you're on the flight, are you, you imagining, you, you're hoping to join the Mile High Club, aren't you? Right. She's no, a beautiful no, woman. With, look, my wife's on the same flight. I'm not going to, I'm not, yeah, I'm a very uh, loyal, you know. But you still think, I want her to think I'm a cool dude. I want her to think I'm a cool dude. And yeah. so basically, I knew I was, I knew that I was going to watch the new Space Jam film. <laughs> like I knew that was happening. But I needed to then do this sort of weird charade where I sort of go, oh, maybe I'll... I have to... I was trying to figure out if there's a way I can choose it and make it look like it's ironic that I'm choosing it. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, if I watch There Will Be Blood, yeah, yeah, does yeah. that make... Does that earn me enough cred yeah. to watch Space Jam 2? What I love about this pretty girl was she was just thinking, I'm on a flight. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, had, was, she had no idea. She was, she was sat next to a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> like your whole trip's been dominated by her face and figure and she's completely oblivious to you. No, not at all. I just wanted to impress... I, just want, I always want to impress the people around me. It's a Sean, big you, problem in my life. I cannot tell you how much you're failing at that. <laughs> This podcast. <laughs> no, you're impressive in your way. Oh, that's the in your way is the f- fucking that that is the phrase that is going to be carved into my gravestone. He had a good life in his own way. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last flight you took, Johnny? The idea of you in an airport, I, I find very unusual. I'm. Uh, I can't remember. It. It might have been Melbourne. No, oh no, it was in Portugal. I went to Faro in Portugal to see Ooh. my family. Faro, eh? Yeah, yeah. And um, is that the one that you draw? You go to for La- Lagos? It probably is. Yeah, I think it, that Lagos rings a bell. Yeah, there's a... then. How yeah. do you know that? That's qu- that's remarkably specific geographical knowledge. I'm a world traveller, Johnny. You know that about me. Mexico, Portugal. Travel is my greatest passion. Yeah, well, you you like to get the train there. I I flew to to Faro to go to Lagos. That's where I met my wife in Lagos. Is it? Yes. 
What was um? What was the? Can you remember the first time you saw your wife? Yes, I remember thinking, I can't watch Space Jam just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to play the long game with this one. Hmm. I'll watch There Will Be a, Blood. That'll be romantic. A documentary, is it? Oh, this looks like a very intelligent documentary. I'll watch that for a bit. How? Um. What was it like meeting Alexa? Did you? Instantly... Was it like what was it like? Meeting I mean, what her? I mean, what is that I mean, your fucking question? No, no. To me? What I mean by the question it was is... good, Johnny. <laughs> it was good. It was. Uh, what good. I mean is, was was it heart stopping? Was it love at first sight? What do you believe in love at first sight? Was it like uh, attractiveness at first sight? Did you get a, a mild boner when you saw? What was the emotional state you were going through when you saw what would become your wife for the first time? How am I supposed to answer that question? But with with clarity and with conciseness, I do. I... But if you want to go and write about trains, that's awesome. Yeah, I had a great... I loved her. We had a great night. We had a really fun night, and I loved her. Well, that's sort of boringly sweet. <laughs> we played pool, and I was amazing at it. Were you? I've never been so good at pool. About, I was, like, doing trick shots. I was, like, I was getting the mm. cue over two other balls to knock one in in the far corner. She must have thought I was so cool. At one point, I bought her a rose. I mean, I was drunk. What the fuck? You bought her a rose? What did you say when you bought her a rose? You said, You are the flower of my life, sweetheart. (laughs) I thought I definitely bought her a rose, ironically. Almost as ironically as as how I watched Space Jam. (laughs) The first time me. I've probably talked about this on the podcast, but I'll mention it briefly. First time me and Sophie ever slept together was in the Blue Peter Garden (laughs) in Media City. For non-UK listeners, do you want to explain what Blue Peter is? Blue Peter is a children's TV show that was on in like the 90s, early... It's still going. It's like an institution. Yeah, Yeah, it's been on It's been on since like the 70s. And there's there's a thing called Media City, which is where the BBC are up in Salford in Manchester. And they they have got a garden called the Blue Peter Garden. Uh, that they we... do episodes in. It's like a part where they, they teach No, I don't think about... they do. Yeah, do they? They, they feel... Of course, why would the TV show no, no, just have it, a garden? It's, it's right next like a prep. There's no way it's... The, it's just called the Blue Peter Garden in like memory of the show Blue Peter, but it's not where Blue Peter filmed. I thought Blue Peter always film episodes okay. in the garden. Like, they, don't they plant things? But, they teach but, kids about gardening. And then no, they pad is... over and they've got you and Sophie <laughs> drunk out your head. 69ing. <laughs> No, no, no. Too complicated. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I, um... I... No, I don't, this isn't what that was. I think they've just named it Blue Peter Garden when it's just a generic space. But anyway, in our head, there was, like, massive, like, hill things. And then a man in a scooter told us we had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Security scooted over to us and said, Guys, you have to leave. You cannot be shagging here. Is that what he said? Probably not. You cannot be shagging here. I was so drunk, I can't remember. So like, you've I... been kicked out of the Blue Peter Garden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess yeah. where Correct. I've been kicked Correctly. out of? Where have you been kicked out of? The set of EastEnders, Albert Square. <laughs> How did that happen? When did it happen? I was shagging Pat Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joke. Listeners, that is a, that is a joke. Yeah. I was doing writing on another project. What were you writing on? Coronation Street. <laughs> Trying to get ideas. <laughs> <laughs> they needed a mole. Get to Albert Square. How about a character called Bill Mitchell? <laughs> no, I was just uh, walking around. Um, it was it was there. It was basically they were filming this. I was writing on a panel show. Yeah, I was on the writing team, and 
it was filmed on the same studio lot as they made EastEnders. And I was just walking around Albert Square and it was amazing. And why didn't they kick you out? Because they were filming. Because I wasn't meant to be there. And some guy came up to you and goes, who are you? (laughs) And I went, oh, I don't know. I'm a writer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sean McLaughlin. Yeah, he went, hey, you the host of Failing Better? I went, yeah. And he headbutted me. You say co-host, co-host. You're not co-host. I am am the co-creator of Failing Better. (laughs) I am the co-creator and treasurer of the Failing Better Foundation. And did he say, oh, if only Johnny was here, I'd have given him a hug. Yeah, yeah, sure. He said, "Does that make you feel better if I say that he said that?" Sean, nothing makes you feel better in the long term, but temporarily, it does make me feel slightly happy. Good. Um, well, I think we need to wrap this up. This episode, we were meant to be talking about holidays the whole episode, but instead, we talked about trains. I spent the, maybe we do the. Ne- I spent a, quite a while thinking about funny holiday anecdotes to share, and then we've just talked about trains. What the listeners should know: we're doing two episodes a week now, so they're going to start- try. Yeah, we're going to try and start doing two episodes a week, Thursday and. F- Oh, sorry, Tuesday and Friday. Friday. And they're going to be more like 40 minutes-ish is the idea. This um, one's longer than that, I think. Well, they're going to be whatever... They're going to be 40 <laughs> minutes in theory, but obviously if you start talking about trains, you know, Sean likes to waffle on about trains, so it could be four, five hours, really. But they're going to be shorter eps twice a week. We're thinking maybe having guests on the Friday, although that isn't going to be the case this week. I think maybe we talk about holidays, because I did quite a lot of fucking prep. Did you actually... <laughs> I didn't do a prep, I remembered two things. <laughs> I remembered two holidays. It was pretty tough work. Brilliant. All right. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Has this I, been a good episode, do you think? It feels like it, it's it's flowed. It's been a lovely dynamic. I think flowed. it's been a, I don't know if I, That's not a word I'd say with this. I think it's... Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Please my do favorite, keep listening. My favourite bit was the bit where I started talking about Japanese food. I mean, that bit was a real highlight. Yeah, that was that. I definitely feel like that's the bit that's going to stick in the listeners' head. That was that was feeling better in its purest form. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I think you might be right. Um, I think you might be right. Oh, um, guys, well, thanks the, so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. Genuinely, give us a fucking rating. If <laughs> you have no. You're sitting there going, "Oh, it's funny." They keep saying it. You don't know how algorithms work, and people are. We need to get in those charts again. We used to be in the iTunes top 250. I want to get back in there. Yeah, we want to get back. We're like, you know, we're like an aged singer trying desperately to claw their way back into the charts. Yeah, in time get- for Christmas. Maybe this is a Christmas movie. If we can get to number one by Christmas, hello, Christmas movie. Christmas number one. That. Yeah. Now that's a plan, Johnny. Thank you. Listeners, we're trying to be number one for Christmas Day. We're trying to be number one for Christmas Day. Wouldn't that be what a gift for the not world. just us, but for the world? For the world, yeah. So Failing let's... better, number one at Christmas Day. People waking up. Who's the number one podcast right now? I'm going to get on Chartable. America, find or, out. America or the UK? Huh? America or the UK? I think How big are we going? I, I, we're, not, we're not going to go. We're not going to be number one worldwide, are we? I only mean number one everywhere. That's my that's my ambition, though. Apple Podcasts. The rest is politics. We can't beat them. Alison Campbell's a war criminal. <laughs> we can't beat them. Mission, mission adjourned. <laughs> Alison Campbell is a war criminal who's now got a very successful podcast. We can't compete with that. The second company. one is the News Agents, which is the that's Emily Maitlis one. That's better than ours is. So right, basically, we... we've got two two politics shows. We need They're... to 
we need this show to be better than the concept of world politics. <laughs> and I think we're getting there. I think we're definitely definitely smarter than those bloody logheads. Uh... White House, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so make it happen, guys. Share it with anyone you love this Christmas. If you're a little child and you meet Santa, and Santa goes, what do you want for Christmas, little boy or girl? Or non-binary? You go, I want failing better to be number one in the British podcast charts. And you'd be like, I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> Come on, kid. Are you sure you don't want a Game Boy? This Game Boy I've got here. No, Santa. I want, no, Santa. I want to help Sean and Johnny on their quest. Are you sure you don't want this Monopoly board? I'm clearly wrapped for you, you stupid child. No, I don't want any of the things. Stop shouting at me, father. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's finish this one, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should finish this one. Thanks, listeners. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.